This episode of On the Record is brought to you by Ingersoll Tillage, specializing in seedbed solutions. Whatever seedbed challenges you have, Ingersoll can give you the right tools to get the job done. For more information, visit IngersollTillage.com. I'm Managing Editor Kim Schmidt. We're at the Precision Farming Dealer Summit in Indianapolis, Indiana. Welcome to On the Record. Here's an update on what's currently impacting the ag equipment industry. Coming off the sold-out Precision Farming Dealer Summit in Indianapolis last week, it's clear that precision farming technologies are dictating the direction the ag equipment industry is heading. Its impact on farming and John Deere's business was noted by Sam Allen, Deere's chairman and CEO, in his year-end address to stockholders. In 2018, Deere reported net income of nearly $2.4 billion, the fifth highest total in the company's history. He credits much of the company's recent success to new precision technologies it's introducing, as well as the dealer's role in delivering it to dear customers. In his message, Allen said, Precision agriculture made major strides in 2018 as more and more customers are realizing its productivity-enhancing benefits. Using the John Deere Operations Center, agricultural customers have stored data representing more than 125 million acres across the globe. He pointed out that Deere's largest business, Agriculture and Turf Equipment, reported its operating profit climb to $2.8 billion, a 12% increase over 2017. Allen said the company's strong performance was the result of better market conditions, fueled by replacement demand for new equipment, as well as customer enthusiasm for innovative new products featuring the latest precision technology. Allen said, Deere's strategic plan emphasizes the importance of becoming a techno-industry leader. It lays out a clear vision for attaining industry-leading positions in vehicle automation and autonomy, digitization, and the lifecycle management of our products. He also underlined the important role dealers are playing in the company's strategic plans. Deere's plans reinforce its strong relationship with dealers. Their expertise and connection to the customers give Deere a powerful, hard-to-copy competitive advantage, and we are more committed than ever to their success. This week's dealer on the move is Heritage Tractor. John Deere dealer Heritage Tractor announced it acquired Legacy Farm and Lawn. The acquisition will be finalized on February 11, 2019, and will include the Legacy Farm and Lawn locations in Lamar, Nevada, Lockwood, and Joplin, Missouri. Heritage Tractor will now have 22 stores in Kansas, Missouri, and Arkansas. Now here's Jack Zemlicka with the latest from the Technology Corner. Thanks, Kim. Having returned from the fourth Precision Farming Dealers Summit last week in Indianapolis, I've had an opportunity to reflect on a few of the highlights. The sold-out conference drew more than 170 attendees, including representatives from 69 dealerships throughout 26 states, along with Australia and Canada. With a theme of building business value with recurring revenue, the event featured conversations on how to incorporate agronomic offerings for profit reinforcing the return on investment approach to selling services and leveraging long-term trust of customers for recurring revenue. One of the most talked about sessions looked at creating a culture of advancement and growth within a precision dealership. Skip Kleinfelter, owner of Linco Precision in El Paso, Illinois, noted during his opening general session that success and survival of precision dealers will require continuous collaboration and internal problem solving both of which are cornerstones to stability. 
In our company, everybody is invited to bring anything to the table they want. We have an hour-long meeting when we schedule them, typically. We do have trainings that last longer than that, but it's either half an hour or an hour. Usually it's an hour-long meeting when we pull the remote salesman in. We publish an agenda and we stick to it. When you come to the meeting with an issue or a problem, you're welcome to bring anything you want to the table, but you're not welcome to bring it there without an answer. I don't care if you only have a complaint, try to have a solution for it. Look for extended coverage of these takeaways and more from the summit in the winter issue of Precision Farming Dealer and the March edition of Farm Equipment Magazine. Back to you, Kim. Thanks, Jack. Dot Technologies Dot Power Platform will be available for sale in select regions of Saskatchewan and Alberta in 2019. As the company prepares to bring its products to market, we caught up with owner and founder Norbert Bergeau and Robert Sake, the newly named CEO of Dot Ready Retail, during the National No Tillage Conference last week in Indianapolis. Dot Ready Retail was formed to market the technology and in March will host a Dot Demo Day at the University of Arizona Maricopa. Currently, the unit is being tested in Arizona to put it through weather conditions that are different from Saskatchewan's. Bajot says the work in Arizona will expand the testing period as well as expose the technology to a greater group of farmers. He says the next batch of units will be ready for spring delivery and over the next 12 months they'll have another 15 units built in in the field. And the following year, DOT plans to manufacture about 35 units. Bougeot says the leading edge farmers are ready for the technology, and once Dodd is able to show them proof with the test data, the number of farmers interested will certainly go up. Sake says he envisions holding more Dodd demo days in which farmers can hook up a variety of implements to the unit. The vision that I have working with the likes of the University of Arizona is that we will eventually have Dodd demo days there where we have a plethora of implements available for DOT to hook up and farmers will be able to go say, I'd like to see how that works. It was interesting, we did a DOT farm focus group in Regina not more than a month ago. The guys were standing out in the frozen Regina tundra watching DOT go back and forth. And there's a couple farmers that went around and I was watching this one guy and I'm watching the wheels turn. And I go up to him and said, Davey, what's going on inside your head? He goes, I think this thing could cut hay, break hay, bale hay, and pick up the hay, and I wouldn't have to touch the hay. That's what he said. Yeah, he said that. So what's going to happen? I think what's going to happen is as guys get dot, I think there's going to be all kind of metal bashing going on in shops again because yeah. they're going to have fun building stuff. Yeah. You can just see it. While slightly fewer dealers who focus on the rural lifestyle segment of the equipment business expect 2019 revenues to match the levels they experienced in the past year, a majority of them anticipate solid sales revenues during the next 12 months. Survey results from rural lifestyle dealers show that nearly 59% of rural equipment dealers expect total revenues to be up 2% or more in 2019, compared to 64% who anticipated similar growth for 2018. Overall, about 88% of rural equipment dealers expect 2019 to be as good or better than 2018, compared with nearly 92% in last year's survey. Survey results show dealers believe several key products will boost sales in 2019. Nearly 67% rank zero-turn mowers number one in terms of potential for increasing sales this year. Tractors less than 40 horsepower ranked second with about 60% of dealers expecting unit sales to increase. Utility vehicles ranked third, rotary cutters ranked fourth, and tractors 40 to 100 horsepower ranked fifth in terms of unit sale increases. 
This past year was another record breaker for sales of tractors under 40 horsepower. According to the year-end numbers from the Association of Equipment Manufacturers, dealers sold nearly 170,000 compact tractors in 2018. This is up nearly 9% versus 2017 and up more than 80% compared to 2009 when compact tractor sales posted its lowest sales numbers in more than two decades. The complete survey of results will appear in the winter 2019 edition of Rural Lifestyle Dealer. And now from the Implement and Tractor Archives. Thomas Edison had said that electricity and machinery would save the farmer. But in 1901, the Secretary of Agriculture, James Wilson, offered a different opinion. He said, the predication of Mr. Edison that electricity will come to the rescue of the farmer during the next 50 years is likely to prove true, but not in the way of heavy machinery. It will come about, in my opinion, through the use of electricity in transportation, mining, and manufacturing. It is just a trifle improbability that anything will ever be invented to take the place of a team of horses for farm work. As always, we welcome your feedback. You can send comments and story suggestions to kschmidt at lessermedia.com. Until next time, thanks for joining us.